0: Welcome to our podcast, a real world discovery of guest experience in the hospitality and lodging industry, uncovering a mixture of technologies and human driven initiatives that are raising guest expectations and forever changing the guest experience across the hospitality and lodging sector.
1: If you are interested or involved in the travel industry and are passionate about creating unique guest experiences, join us as we talk to experts in the industry to learn about the future trends and how you can set yourself apart from the competition in 2021 and beyond. Brian, we talk a lot on this podcast about guest experience, but something that doesn't get discussed as often as it should, especially in vacation rentals, is guest amenities.
0: That's right, Matt. Offering basic guest amenities like soap and laundry pods in every property is key to providing a great guest experience. The problem is, it's a huge pain for property managers to pull that off from purchasing and storing everything to getting all those boxes kitted up for each home. No wonder we hear so often from property managers that turn days suck.
1: That's why we're excited to be partnering with Sojo, who is on an absolute mission to make turn days suck less by automating. Your guest amenities.
0: Sojo guest amenity boxes are uniquely created for each of your homes filled with luxury amenities, beautifully packaged up room by room, plus extras like paper goods and trash bags. They'll connect to your reservation calendar and ship those boxes to you right in time for every turn day. No more storing or kidding. Sojo takes care of you step by step. And
1: Sojo is offering 30 days of free guest amenities to guest X listeners. Claim your free amenities and learn more at GetSojo.com forward slash guest X. That's GetSojo, S-O-J-O dot forward slash guest and the letter X. Go and claim your free guest amenities today.
2: Welcome to another week of the guest X podcast. I am... Your co-host, Matthew Loney, as I like to remind people I am, if you're watching this on video, the better-looking, less intelligent one, standing here, kind of kitty-corner from my co-host, Brian Hamali. Brian, I got to tell you, a little, a little giddy today, Yeah. probably a rock star in travel. If you've come up through travel, if you're trying to build travel technology solutions, you will instantly recognize Jeff Katz as, you know, I mean, a host of different things. This is a guy's bio who could, you know, you could read off for ages. But most, uh, probably most people know him, founder of Orbitz, worked at American Airlines, where he was also the president of Sabre. I think that American-owned Sabre, CEO of Swissair. But in his, and, and by the way, for all the parents out there, also was the CEO of Leapfrog. And for any parent, some of them probably know that better than Sabre. If I mentioned Sabre, you know, for a yeah. lot of our listeners aren't in airlines and stuff. But just thrilled to have Jeff with us here today. And he's now the CEO of Jernera, which he's going to tell us all about. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I love, I, I love what you're doing. It's really, I think of travel all about the guest experience for everybody. It would be it would be a magnificently improved uh, industry on all fronts.
2: Well, well, thank you. To that end, I would say, you know, for those of our listeners who don't know what Janair is doing, you want to talk about adding in it to or improving vastly the guest experience. I would love for you to kind of give a little bit of background about the company, how you came up with the idea. And where you guys kind of are in the process, because I think our listeners are just going to be fascinated by what you guys are doing. Okay, well, I'm going to start first. I'm going to imagine if this is something you can do today
3: using the Genera platform. But imagine if when you boarded your American Airlines flight, that Hyatt knew you were actually showing up and you have a Hyatt reservation, you were actually showing up. And and when that when you board that flight, they get up a secure signal that that you are boarding, Hyatt knows you have a reservation and they they authenticate that it is you, they allocate your room, they issue the room key and they send you a message saying, "Hey, we know you're on your way. You're, here's your room, here's your room key. Don't wait at the front desk, just go right there and open your room." That can happen today and that sort of part very simple but nice use case application of what we're doing at Junera. So Junera started with the idea that the the world is really changing around information. And candidly, when I started this five years ago, I saw how Google was was more or less becoming the gatekeeper for all useful information that consumers would find beneficial if, if Google began to apply it. And I thought that's great. But if you're a brand, an airline, a hotel, a home rental management company, that, that's going to mean that their walled garden becomes a bit of an obstacle to you When in terms of if you use their data, you're going to follow their rules, you're going to pay their prices. So I thought it would behoove everybody to get more organized around their data, and we could create a simple platform that would give brands some hedge, not, not competition, just some hedge and some readiness for dealing with the future. And if you get organized around your data, you can then begin to create great experiences because it all has to start with the information around customers. You have to keep it very secure, comply with all the regulations around the world and by state and so forth. And you have to center everything around the customer so that you can begin creating these seamless experiences like I just described between the airline and the hotel.
4: That is absolutely fascinating, Matt. I mean, we, I know Matt, Matt's geeking out, so am I, because I think one of the one of the big topics in our industry especially is understanding the gas data and the things that we'd be able to do with the gas data and where do you take it from there? And so really, what is the vision? I know where you guys are currently at, but where do you take this? I mean, what, what is the vision for the future with this kind of data? So the, our vision me, is to...
3: Yeah, so our vision is to is, you know, to use We I see it as infrastructure or plumbing is a more, you know, casual word. So where the brand keeps all the brand power, all the brand economics, they keep all the customer information in their secure capability capability. And so but data is pushed into this ecosystem and that's ground transportation, that's lodging, that's home rental, that's air travel, private air travel dining, insurance, baggage storage. And we have many of these customers already, but you end up with a giant ecosystem. And when you have a giant ecosystem, if I'm a home rental manager, say I can now begin to partner with any of them. I don't do any new work. I open up what's called a permission and I can begin to collaborate with a partner, let's say luggage storage, without doing any new tech. But the vision is to bring all the data into this ecosystem. So for guest data... That typically means information about the reservation. By the way, not customer, not customer name, rank, and serial number. We have a uh, an encrypted token or identifier. That that's how you communicate with your Not we don't use social security or any of that stuff. And then all the guest data: It's reservation data, loyalty data, check-in, check-out, rate data, corporate account ID. And really, you can add as much to the to this idea is you're ready to flow into the ecosystem because the more you flow into the ecosystem, the more you also can get out of the ecosystem. By the way, it's not a co-op. It just means the more people understand that the more detailed I can see my customer information and, and my property, then it's more likely that, let's say I'm working with an airline or a, or a restaurant, it's more likely that that entity is gonna be able to collaborate with me at a more detailed level, which is super. I wanna know who's a frequent guest, who's a high paying guest. Who comes early? Who comes late? And whose flight inbound is two hours late? Whose flight inbound is two hours early? They're, they're global concierge in American Airlines. So I'm going to treat them like somebody super important because they have a lot of potential for me. So it's as much data as you can feed into this ecosystem because it'll help you create better experiences and ultimately a better
4: p You guys technically are like the brain of the whole, I mean, at at the, at the core of the whole travel, you guys are taking everything, you're consolidating it. Mm -hmm. Matt, I guess this is a question from you. Can you imagine having a centralized location? And my brain's going all over the place with this, so (laughs) forgive me, but imagine having this central location where all of the data is flowing into and you can consume it and then extend it out to, let's say, our property management partners where it makes our check-in systems that much smarter. It it allows us to turn on the lights because we know that the the guests are early or they're late. They're about to arrive at the property and actually starts to prep the house according to the data that it's receiving about the guest. That's insanely fascinating, not just from a guest perspective, but I start to think about the operational side of things as well, where, Technically, eh, you're starting to save money for the property's owners as well. So there's there's huge value proposition there on, on both sides of it, both and even time management for the property managers. If I know that my guest is two hours delayed on their flights, it gives me an extra two hours to probably attend to other properties to prep them and make sure that they're right and then get to that property in the right time frame, which is incredible. Yep, that's it. That's it. Uh,
2: I've got, I've got a couple of questions. One, and, and this is something I should never ask someone who's uh, you know got an engineering degree, been to MIT, but but what little I know of like blockchain, does blockchain eventually play a role in the sharing of this data? And and is that and being able to you know with because my understanding of blockchain is kind of it 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 allows kind of a an unregulated you know. A, the group to regulate it, the community,
3: yes. right? To regulate yes. who can come yes. in and
2: come out. Yeah, you could. De- yeah, it's that-
3: but you know the 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 venture community likes to use the term decentralized trust, okay. um, which is which <laughs> is the same which is the same idea. Uh, so block blockchain can be and eventually will be a more useful tool. Blockchain today doesn't work really well in real time. So these guest experiences, some of some of them you know, you want to do in real time. I board the plane. That's when I do the key. I don't want to wait a day or three days. In financial services, the difference is three days versus one day because I've authenticated a financial trade. That sounds pretty good. But in travel, it's pretty much real. It's more real time. The blockchain today doesn't work real well. Eventually, blockchain might supplement what we're doing or it might be embedded in what we're doing. But the the most important thing we're trying to do is build what I'm calling the ecosystem. Because once you know your company, let's say, plugs in, we choose to push data encrypted into generic Now I can work with anybody in the generic system who wants to work with me, and that network is really what we're building. The technology will evolve to sort of the best solution over time as well. So, but today, blockchain is, it, I would say, fundamentally, it's not the right tool for most real-time transactions.
2: So can you can you explain on the business side? So Explore has, you know, we, we talked a little before the podcast, we have a lot of guest data, which, you know, which we're able to use as long as it's analyzed, right? We, mm-hmm. we have, and so, but but our partners, like if our partners said, hey, we want to tap that information in so that we can also learn, you know, we'll give that to the community in exchange. What, what does that transaction, so when businesses are tapping in, are they paying to be part of the community and as a consumer, can I decide who gets, you know, once my data is in there, can I decide who gets it and who doesn't? I mean, you mentioned the, yeah. you know, the tokenization. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear about how that works.
3: Yeah. So. Let me, you've raised just a few questions here. Let me try to tackle them. Yeah. Remind me if I miss a few. So first of all, <laughs> let's talk about the consumer. That's super duper important. So the way we work is that you own your relationship with the customer always. So you, the privacy regulations you have or a brand has with their consumer are always their privacy rules. So you have a dialogue always with your consumer says, this is what I may or may not do with your data. And that is embedded. So before any data comes to the Janaro platform, again, think of it as a smart plumbing system. Yeah. At the end of the day, the brand's app, the brand's website, the brand's internal ops system has all the sort of consumer power. We're just smart plumbing. Uh, but that privacy regulation, that privacy rule, and agreement that you have with every consumer—that applies always. So the can dos and the cannot dos is what you decide to do with each customer, and that's the way you know we ultimately work with within those rules for each customer. So then, let's see what was the next aspect of your your question, so I can take it a little bit further. No,
2: no, no I but, think but, you're uh, yeah. As, as a B two B side, Jeff, oh, the data. So how how's the finance okay, the, and the data? So, yeah, and so it. so the way we
3: work. So it's it's not a co op, and there's two methods to work. If I, let's suppose as a as a guest experiences uh, product and platform, you want to make available to the restaurant community, or maybe the lodging community. So they can set preferences the next time this guest shows up. You you can do that one and that's, so you do a deal, let's say with Hilton that says, I'm going to share my data with you and I'm going to use the Genera smart pipe so that you get it in maybe in real time or get it and you get it securely. Genera does what we call matching. So we match a, 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 one of your guests with, with Hilton guests because you'll have different IDs. And so the names won't get shared, but th- that this is the same guess is the algorithmic we call it matching. We do, and that's gonna be a, w- a one-off deal between you and, and Hilton, let's say, and nobody else. And you do that deal with you, and you pay us a what's, what looks a lot like an AWS sheet. So that's a fraction of a penny per customer. So that's it really that economics is transactional, looks a lot like AWS. It's meant to say this should be easy to do. And it's cheap with one customer. Not, it's, it's a bigger bill, but you're probably happy. Or millions of customers, it's a bigger bill, but you're probably happy because you're doing something unique and cheap per transaction. The other way you do it is is a subscription. So when data tends to get rolled up into what you might call audiences or segments or there's lots of marketing terminology for it, then you can, you can contribute to that community of data and you get a revenue share to the degree that your data was used, or you pay a subscription fee to get information about so-called audiences. So I can see who who should know about my product. If you were consumer facing, let's say, or if you're a hotel, you can have a subscription to the your guest platform data and say, you know, how do I take in this data and update my personalization preferences? And for that, I'm going to, by you know, let's say by spend category or by destination, or again, it can also be done on a guest guest ID basis. And that's done on a subscription. So I'm going to pay something per month to do this kind of data grab. And it can be anonymized and aggregated, or it can also be, depending on the agreement with the data providers, can be on a guest ID basis as well. So you can get really surgical on the personalization. One thing I want to mention about the data that's unique to our model is it's all first party data. So there's no cookies, there's no pixels, there's no scraping. Any data that's part of the generic platform is first party, which means it it comes from a hotelier uh, raw, basically, direct to the platform. Everything then is normalized by us, so it's sort of standardized in API format, but there's no... There's no data theft, scraping, et cetera. So you don't get a GDS slice, a website slice, an app slice, res center slice. It's you get everything. And that's the way the data works. So it's a very, it's not only a holistic view of the customer, ultimately, it's a holistic view of the customer's
4: entire journey. Which is really important, right? And I, I think it leads to kind of a question that I have. How does this, and and you know, in vacation rentals, we do a terrible job of this, which is the loyalty programs. Yeah. We we like to think that we understand loyalty. And there's, there's a lot of companies that are attempting to do loyalty programs from airlines to credit cards to hotels. But nobody really seems to have captured that well as an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I see your platform as a way for us to be able to capture all of that data, basically concentrate it and start to build something that is truly valuable when it comes to loyalty programs for our consumers. Have you guys, are you guys diving into that side of the, of the business or where do you guys see yourselves in that? Well, you know, to me, the,
3: to to me, the value add that we can help is somebody who's wants to focus on creating loyalty or understanding loyalty can utilize the data that Close to them from Jernera to better understand their customers. So to better personalize, to better offer, to better price, to better say, you know, next trip 10% off or whatever, or join our program and next trip 20% off. You we, we don't, I don't see us as creating loyalty programs. Now, it's true that some partners using our system, let's say in an airline in a hotel. They can share loyalty status in real time. So I know this inbound guest is a high airline status, but not necessarily a high lodging status and vice versa. And I can use that data with my partners to better engender more loyalty on one side or the other or both. I think, so we don't see ourselves creating loyalty program, but there's a lot of data that can help you understand what do I do to get more loyalty from this customer, more engagement, more wallet. You know, better service based on who they are. I mean, I you know we, I think we don't do this. We show up at these hotels. We don't have status at all the lodging companies in the universe, but we probably have status at a couple of airlines. If a if a home rental a home rental manager knew that, what would they do? Because that's the key to getting you know. There's more wallet to be had there if you come in as you know global global services or concierge or diamond medallion. You really want to get that customer back to your home or your network of homes if you can get that information or or, or a signal related to that information that's very valuable to creating loyalty for
2: for you from the same traveler. Right, Jeff, are you are you guys working yet within the space of vacation rentals? I mean, obviously. Yeah. It is one of the fastest growing now, you know, yeah. although still small compared it, it, to some of the, you know, the no, flights it's, it's
3: huge. I mean, there, there's sort of the big operators, Verbo, Airbnb, etc. cetera. And, and it's, it's really huge and you see lots of rollups. Vacasa, I mean, it's more or less looks like a rollup to me. So yeah. we have some relationships with smaller players and home rentals. We have certainly had many discussions with bigger players. I, I think and I'm hoping we will progress. What I see among big companies in particular is that, again, this prioritization problem, even though I think it's pretty easy to work with us and, and the benefits are quick, most of these bigger entities have a lot of fish to fry, as I would say. So they're doing a lot of things that are, where their hair metaphorically is on fire. You see, I have fixed that problem. And so I'm hoping we get there, but we do work with some smaller entities and the benefits are, you know, the benefits we talk about are this early, late check-in kind of use case and, and understanding the customer is also useful too. So frankly, if you're a small home rental company, manage five homes, 10 homes, 100 homes, say it's really easy to work with us because our agreements mostly don't require any one-off permission with the big with the big airlines for example to get early late check-in data so it'd be pretty simple now you got to decide what do i do with the data when it shows up on my doorstep do i stick it in a big excel spreadsheet which most people do candidly and that's that's okay there's nothing wrong with the you know the concierge getting a daily or 10 times daily spreadsheet update or it can be fancier like it can be a website it can be an app and so forth but that's really up to the to the company itself so Sure, a long answer to. We work with a couple of little entities. Who we're hoping to work. It's a big and it's a very important industry.
4: Yeah, it's, it's a very growing industry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I look at companies like you, Matt, where guest experience is really at the core of everything, and a product like Jornara and the amount of data that we could understand from watching what they do could really help us expand the way we provide services to our customers and our guests. And then ultimately what it can do for us from a service side. I mean, we're. I, I see vacation rentals when we operate as a very personal type of experience. We're very unique in, in the fact that we operate very individually. Our homes are individually managed. They have their own type of character. And it would be nice to understand the data behind the customer so that we can even take personalization that extra step further yeah. and make our experiences so much better.
3: Yeah, I, I I think that's huge, and the great news is it's such a young industry that the first steps you can take are I think pretty simple technically. But you mentioned earlier you've got to get the user to be able to gr- to grab something practically speaking that creates a benefit, right? So you can't have them do SQL queries. You, you know, it's got to it's got to be like a text message that says you know go to this address meet this customer with flowers it's got to be you know easy to use however you would envision it and i think that that's that last mile challenge or however we describe it but it can be simple in the beginning doesn't need to be fancy
2: And, and and brian i also think you know as we kind of start to wrap up here i i think i think that leisure markets have a lot to give Back to some of the players, right? So, you know, what, what us are doing when they're in these leisure markets has been, you know, you and I talk about this. Even Airbnb and Expedia, we don't really know when people go to a beach market, what are they doing? And that tells us a lot about somebody. And I even think about some of the larger activity solutions or, or activity provide, providers, if you want, a Disney or even a True Golf. Yeah, what if Troom golf could partner with a, you know group even like explore it'd say hey here's all the people who are playing golf when they're on vacation right the partnerships that could be built to just you know yeah. maybe we deliver complimentary golf balls on behalf of Troom golf you know when when the tokens match and things like I and mean, there's a lot that we could do yeah and I think leisure travels always kind of been this you know tough to wrangle business travel was a little easier but now it's 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 all headed towards leisure travel. It'd be interesting to look at that too.
4: Yeah. Well, technology yeah, has well, changed that's... so much. And I think access to data is a little bit easier than what it used to be, especially our industry. We've improved our technology over the last, I'm going to say the last two to three years, we've seen an in, in, incredible improvement. A lot of it has to do with with COVID. We just buckled down a little bit to be able to compete. But yeah, I'd love to hear Jeff's comment on that.
3: Uh, I mean, totally. I mean, I, look. I think industries and brands that are innovating is sort of where where to look, and you know, these are the partners you want to you want to have, you know, in your relationships because they they're looking for a lot of reasons to invest in in change, invest in innovation, and there's there's countless you know good ideas, and the and many of them in the beginning are quite quite simple. So I I think you're right. COVID has required some buckling down on the system or the tech side to get some of these things done now. And I think, you know, it certainly made help the home rental industry explode in a way that was going to happen anyway. I just think it accelerated accelerated many things, including home rental.
2: Great. Jeff, thank you so much. It's it really has been incredible. For some of our gender partners in particular, I think, if they want to kind of get with the team at Jernera, I'm guessing that, you know, just on the website, there's a way to kind of reach out to them and there, there start is, some of there those is. conversations conversations? Okay. There is, yeah. We're, we want everybody to at
3: least know a little bit more about us. So yeah. J. spelled with a Z, at Jernera, spelled with a journey in an era, dot com. Yeah, and I'll figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, come to the website, learn a little bit about what we do. Uh, we'd love to talk to people who are interested in sort of creating better experiences. I think everybody wins as we get more progress there.
2: No question. I agree. It's, it's it's excellent. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it's, it. Thank you. it a and having happy, you. Yeah, good holiday to you both. Thank okay, you. You as well. Happy holidays, Jeff. Thank you. Happy holidays.
3: Bye-bye now.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.